peace of our Lord be with you. As you may have noticed, twice in this morning's Gospel lesson, Jesus prayed for His friends to be sanctified in the truth. Sanctified in the truth may not be the kind of phrase many of us use, but it is the kind of life many of us live. Whenever we see new light on old truth and follow that new light, into a deeper life with God, we are becoming what Jesus prayed for us to become in this morning's gospel lesson when Jesus prayed for us to be sanctified in the truth. To be sanctified in the truth is to grow into a deeper life with God as we see more clearly the truth about God. A way of growing which can be so difficult and demanding that we sometimes decide that being sanctified in the truth is not worth the trouble. So, while we see new light on old truth, we don't always say out loud what we know deep down because we are fearful that if we are truthful about all that the Holy Spirit has revealed to us, it might place an awkward space between ourselves and our loved ones and friends. If they ever open a hall of fame for that, I will be inducted on the first ballot. I cannot tell you how much of my life I have spent knowing better than I have let on declining to say out loud what I know deep down is true. For me, it's always been the fear that if I actually say out loud what I know deep down is true, that somehow it's going to so separate me from the church of my origins and the family of my origins that more often than not it has felt as though it's just not worth the risk being sanctified in the truth 
leaves me petrified by the truth, which is why to this day I feel so much empathy and solidarity with those who do the same. I know how hard it can be to speak truth with which reaches beyond the boundaries of what you have always thought and been taught. Thinking about all of that this week called to my mind one of my last visits with my mother. As my mother lay dying last summer, I was sitting with her one day by her bed, watching her sleeping, watching her dying. By the way, I don't know that I've ever adequately, adequately thanked you or if I ever could ever adequately thank you as a church for being so generous to me and letting me be gone so much while my mother was dying. Um, nine hour drive from here and I did a lot of going and coming and all you ever did was encourage me to go and come. So if I've not properly thanked you before now, let me take this moment to do that. Thank you. As I sat by my mother's bed, watching her sleeping and dying, I thought about a thousand things, of course, as we all do in those moments. One of which was how across the years, largely because of the churches where she and I have been, she and I had come to hold significantly different views concerning the truth about big things, God and scripture, theology and people. But in our case, neither of us had an ounce of interest in managing the other's life or changing the other's mind. There was a big space between us, theologically, but it was a space filled with grace. We just loved each other exactly the way we were. She, me, and I, her. But, while we were very fortunate in that way, not everyone is. In fact, sometimes the risk of being honest about the new light you've seen on old truth just isn't worth it. So you damn up the truth you have come to see sort of like damming up a moving stream. Someday the dam may crack a little and let the truth leak a little. Or maybe someday the dam just breaks open and all the truth comes pouring out. 
Or maybe someday we die and go to our grave never once having been honest about the new light we have seen on old truth. Which may be sort of sad, but which isn't the end of the world, because since we are Easter people, we do not believe that death is the end of the world. Rather, we believe that we are sanctified by the truth in this life as far as we get, and the rest will happen in the next life. William Sloan Coffin is the one who uttered that unforgettable sentence, Hell is the truth, seen too late, to which I would add, and so is heaven. One imagines that for the first few days or weeks or months or centuries, heaven will also be the truth seen too late. Unable then to come back do this over and get it right. Unable to include those we excluded. Unable to say yes to those we said no to. Unable to embrace those we left out. My Lord. But how do you know how do you know when you're being sanctified in the truth after all? Everybody has an opinion about what the truth is. And isn't everybody entitled to their own opinion? Well, of course, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. But every opinion about what is true is not equally true. And since I'm a Christian, somewhere back there I decided to go with the truth that Jesus said is the truest truth of all. Which is, love God with all that is in you. And love your neighbor as yourself. And every person in the whole human family is our neighbor. So if you want to know when your life is aligned with the truth that is the truth, according to Jesus, according to Matthew's Gospel, then watch yourself. Just watch yourself.
And every time you find yourself sitting down with and standing up for whoever is farthest on the margins, every time you find yourself living a life of courage and kindness, every time you find yourself drawing your circle of welcome a little bit wider than it once was, oh, then you know, yes, then you know that you are being sanctified in the truth. Because the deeper you go, sanctification, the wider you grow. And in those moments, when you are growing nothing but white, in your kindness and courage and welcome and embrace. Ah, that's when you know that that prayer Jesus prayed all those years ago is being answered in you. Amen.